welcome back to the Trey Podcast. This is coming to you live from Kerrville, Texas. This is Trey Collis. Um, I'm glad that you are come back. I'm back and better than ever. Uh, I did take a couple day weeks off uh, to clear my head and retool and re-energize and refocus for this upcoming year. Uh, yes, the upcoming year for the NFL season. That's going to be a lot of fun this year. Uh, a lot of fun for the uh, MLB uh, after the All-Star break, uh, especially postseason. There's nothing that beats postseason baseball. But, uh, but right now, I'm more energized and more excited than ever with the NBA free agency. I love this. My wife thinks I'm crazy. My wife thinks I'm dumb. My wife thinks I'm weird for... Uh, Checking Twitter every five minutes, seeing where all these free agents are going to go, even though it doesn't affect my life whatsoever. But I love it. It enjoys me. I enjoy it. It brings me joy to my life. It brings me, it's in my own little world of, from real life right now. And I just, I love seeing breaking stories. I always want to be the first one to break stories. It's, I, that's why I love NBA free agency. You don't get this in any other sport. You don't get this in MLB. You don't get this in the NFL. You definitely don't get this in NHL. And you definitely don't get this in MLS. So that's why I'm so excited to be here with y'all tonight and just talk to you a little bit about free agency and what I think or whatever uh, the experts, so-called experts, think that they're going to, where these players are going to land. And my opinions, of course, are great and they're always right, right? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But no, for real, I just really want to get into the free agency, uh, maybe get into a little baseball at the end of the segment because I saw a spectacular game today in London. Props to Major League Baseball for going overseas with their two top market teams instead of just throwing a series where no one really cares about and just throwing out your best two, best rivalry rivalry in sports history, I think, in Boston and New York. But we'll get into that a little bit later. But right now, let's talk about the top free agents in the market where you have Kevin Durant, you have Kawhi Leonard, you have Kyrie Irving. You have Jimmy Butler, you have Tablas, uh, Tablas Harris, you have Kimball Walker, you have, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on of all these great super. We're not going to have this again for a long time. So I'm just so excited to see. It's not just one superstar. We're one year we say, oh, Kevin Durant's a big superstar. We'll see where he's going. No, we have potentially six, seven major stars going to different teams, and it's just going to be so exciting to see, uh, see this year. Uh, so with that being said, let's just get right into this. I'm so excited. I've said that plenty of times, but you know what? I am excited. Anyway, um, everyone thought the first domino to fall will be Kevin Durant in this free agency. And after that, everything will fall into place and where everyone's going. But my, how things have turned around from him, game five of the NBA Finals. And by the way, congratulations to the Raptors. Nothing taken away from them. They were a great team. Kawhi Leonard carried that team. Um, but... I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, they're one lucky seven bounces away from potentially going home or uh, uh, in round two again to the Philadelphia 76ers. Also, they had to have Clay Thompson, Terry's ACL, and Kevin Durant um, basically uh, pop his Achilles, and they're both going to be out probably for most of the season. I know Kevin Durant's going to be out for most of the season next year. And, um, uh, Clay Thompson, he's probably going to be back February or March. It just depends on what the Warriors or where they stand if even should come back. I honestly don't think that they should bring Clay Thompson back, but that's just my opinion. Just give him rest for everything that he has done for that Warriors group, playing hurt, playing injured, coming back from after he tore his ACL. Tell him, Steve Curry, give me two minutes, I'll be all right. 
and he came back and shot those free throws. Man, that was Mamba-like mentality. That was Kobe Bryant-ness. That was the greatest. Um, that's, well, that's what you get with Klay Thompson. No no excuses. But I think the Warriors should have just go ahead and just sit him out for the rest of next year because you're not going to win a chip. Um, that's because ever since I've been gone, this is what happened. Anthony, uh, the brow, uh, Anthony Davis, traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, so now you have basically LeBron James, who's not in his prime, but he's still a pretty decent player. A decent player. He's still a top five, top three player in the NBA. Um, where I still think Kawhi Leonard right now is the number one, and just because Kevin Durant tore his, uh, his Achilles attendant. But you have Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, and LeBron James all on one team, and now they cleared cleared. Um, the salary traded basically the whole team to sign to free up $32 million in cap room, which means they can get another max free agent. And my gosh, have they got in the rumor mill again, didn't they? Now there's talk about Kawhi Leonard joining them. Man, that's just a force to be reckoned with. But but right now where I want to start is with Kevin Durant. Uh, yes, he... He's looking at the. He's got a meeting with the Knicks, uh, Nets, Clippers, and Lake um, Golden State Warriors. Uh, my honest opinion is, he's not going to go wherever Kyrie Irving goes. He's seen what Kyrie Irving does with LeBron James. He sees that he can't lead a team. He and Kyrie Irving really doesn't want to do what uh, wait a year for Kevin Durant and see what. In fact, there's reports I think today that as soon as free agency starts at six forty Sunday on June thirtieth. Uh, at five o'clock Eastern time, that um, Kyrie Irving and the Nets are probably going to agree to a four-year deal, and um, so that uh, I don't think Kevin Durant wants to go to the Nets anyway. I think it's between Knicks and Golden State, and I think Golden State's going to overwhelm him, and I think I'm going to show him love and everything. And this nonsense of what uh, Andy Winhorst is saying that they can sign him and trade him later. Why would Kevin Durant do that? He'll have no pool whatsoever. He can't talk to free agents that come with him or anything like that. And if they do, and if he wants to go to the Knicks, who are the Warriors going to get back for him? They have nobody on that team. Like, not even, you can't even name me one player on that team right now. Dennis Smith Jr., yeah, he's a great player, but the Warriors don't want him. They already got uh, Quinn Cook as a backup point guard, and they always have Steph Curry already as a guard, their shooting guard and point guard. So that's, that's not going to make any sense whatsoever. But that being said, I think Durant's going to come back to the Warriors. That's the only reason I'm shifting from the Warriors to the Knicks is because everything that's circulating right now with the Lakers. Durant was the first domino to fall, but now I think it's Kawhi Leonard. Just because Durant towards the Achilles attendant. Now Kawhi Leonard, if he everyone's gonna wait for Kawhi Leonard to sign. So if Kawhi Leonard decides he's giving the Lakers massive looks. He didn't want to sign because LeBron was there. He didn't want to be with all the drama. And let me tell you, the drama was LeVar Ball. That circus show is out of here. He's in New Orleans. So now that opened the door for Kawhi Leonard to come back and uh, talk to the Lakers. And uh, LeBron James has been talking to Kawhi Leonard. And they're going to pitch him on not being the third wheel. But just think of after, because LeBron James only has a couple of years left, after he leaves him and Anthony Davis can still carry that Lakers franchise to a couple more rings, a couple more titles to great greatness that they've always had been and always will be. Uh, yeah, they'll take a little bit of hiatus every now and then and, you know, miss the playoffs the last six years. But, you know, 
every every good franchise go the Yankees go through it the um, who's the other one Boston's gone through it Laker now it's just the Lakers turn every dynasty but they, they don't stay down for long they will come back um, so if Kawhi Leonard which if he was smart I honestly probably would go to the Lakers because if you stay on the East you got to look at Anthony Davis and LeBron James I go gotta go against that I can't carry my team against that LeBron James uh, Anthony Davis team especially if they're healthy there's just no way with all that big size and everything he'll, he'll get beat up and tortured so I'm and he's always wanted to be like he's from so uh, SoCal he loves uh, uh, Los Angeles he wants to be with his family he want, and he's always he idolized Kobe Bryant he loved watching Kobe and Shaq play that's why he, he loved to grow the game ba uh, loved the game basketball so I honestly think I think it's sixty percent Lakers right now, and I think the other one is uh, Toronto. I don't think the Clippers are. I don't care what when um, Adrian Wojnarowski says, uh, Clippers. I'm not going to get them. There's no way. Why would Kawhi Leonard want to go to the Clippers and carry basically the same team he has in Toronto? Just makes no sense to me. And then you got to face Kevin um, LeBron James and Anthony Davis again for four more games, and then possibly possibly the Western so I honestly think he's got 60% Lakers 40% Toronto and uh, Clay Tom and then and then whenever Kawhi Leonard I believe if Kawhi Leonard is the first domino fall and he does sign with the Lakers man you have Kevin Durant saying you know what boy here we go this is um this is about to get real in two years when I get back because I'm going to reload with the Golden State Warriors where me and Clay Thompson took a year off. We're going to be rested. We're going to be ready to go. Steph Curry's going to be good there. So you're going to see the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers probably in the Western Conference Finals for the next three years if Kevin Durant stays with the Warriors, which I think he will if Kawhi Leonard signs with the Lakers. But if Kawhi Leonard decides to stay in um, Toronto, Toronto, I just don't. I, I can see Kevin Durant going to the Knicks or maybe even the Clippers for that matter uh, just because he, he wants to validate himself, which I don't get. He, he's his own man. He doesn't care what the media thinks. So, so why does he have to validate anything? He's proven that the Warriors needed him in the finals with uh, LeBron James, match him shot for shot, guarding him. Um, basically, without Kevin Durant, the Warriors probably only won one more title. It, maybe not even that. So you don't even know. Uh, he, he's validating himself. He doesn't need to go prove anything. Because when we look back after he's retired 10 years from now, if 20 years from now, we're not going to be thinking, oh, man, he went to the Golden State Warriors with a low team. Yeah, they might say that. But we're going to think, oh, he, we're going to remember that shot in game three and that shot in game four. That's all. We're, that's what we're going to remember from, uh, in LeBron's face and then J.R. Smith's face. Um, basically winning the championship in 2016 in five games and then sweeping them in 2018 uh, in four games. So that's just my predictions of what's going to happen the first couple of weeks. And now remember, Kevin Durant's probably not going to uh, make his decision probably well after 4th of July week, uh, 4th of July, maybe Friday or Saturday because he likes to, he, he likes to, he, he's the type of superstar that will change his mind. He doesn't know what he's going to do when he wakes up in the morning. I love Kevin Durant, but he, he, he could be easily persuaded to another direction if that's what he thinks. Um, so that's one of my first two dominoes. I think you're going to have Durant stay with the Warriors and you're going to have Kawhi sign with the Lakers. 
and that is just going to be so yeah it's all going to be west loaded but it's still going to be so much fun nba games to watch uh people in the east coast might as well come home after work and take a nap if you want to watch catch those west coast games at 10 30 and 10 45 at night every night it's just going to be so much fun to watch um let's just go into this right now uh kimball walker is basically done deal to go to boston as soon as free agency hits at six o'clock eastern time tomorrow on june 30th uh that is a great pick that's a great saving franchise uh save by uh, danny ainge in the boston celtics losing you had all these great superstars all these great draft picks all these great young core and now you're basically left with like nothing because you have kyrie irving leaving uh al horford uh opted out of his 31 million dollars which i don't understand why he did that but apparently he's going he's he's tired of the drama over there and he in boston so he's going to move out um so so you have kimball walker i think he's a better fit for boston than kyrie or i'm not saying that kimball walker is a better player than kyrie irving what i'm saying is kimball walker is more fit than kyrie is for that young team the reason I think that Kyrie Irving is an outstanding player, an outstanding point guard. He can shoot up from three. He's a great body. He's a great one-on-one player. But he's ball dominant. Uh, and he can't lead a team. The main reason I think that Colin Cowherd is right about this, look at the guys who lead teams. Players who stay in college three or four years. They've matured in college. They, they've grown up. They, they've seen the ups and downs. Where these guys one and done, they've been catered to all their life and basically when they're in college now the recruitment is oh come play with me i'll do anything you want i'll do anything you want where you have these where you're being coached by these great coaches in college three uh, three to four years growing up seeing life uh come at you and how to deal with it and stuff so that's why kimball walker is a better i think would be a better leader floor general than um kyrie irving ever was but that being said uh that's a great move with boston that's going to be uh get him and Tatum in the backcourt you get uh, Jalen Brown back you're not losing any major piece in the trade I don't think Danny Ainge would trade any of those young players I honestly think you have get Gordon get Hayward back after his big ACL Terry wasn't very healthy last year so you get him back and then you get um, Kimball Walker and then you have Jason Tatum who I think is going to have a great bounce back year this year he had a down year after his breakout performance a couple of years ago um, so yeah Danny Ainge basically just saved uh, saved his franchise from basically falling apart. So that's a great move by the Boston Celtics. Um, now, it, let's just drip back to the Lakers again uh, because I think if they don't uh, – I think at first I thought it was stupid for them to go after a max player. But since now that Kawhi Leonard is very interested in the Lakers, you have to go for him. That, that's Kawhi Leonard. You have to go for the big – fish the it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to get him now if he decides to go somewhere else then you you don't go for a darius russell you don't go for a um uh kimball walker kind of players for a max no because you already have two superstars and Kawhi leonard show you don't need three superstar uh, the three superstar team is basically dead right now uh, basically what you need is two basically superstar Two superstar or two all stars. Let's just say superstars. Two all stars and also great shooting around you, where you can drive and pick and open up those threes. Um. So, if Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers, 
The Lakers should uh, spring go after JJ Rick, which I think he would sign for a vet minimum, a three point uh, five, whatever the vet minimum is um, nowadays. I forget; it keeps going up every year. And then uh, you get a little bit of uh, Patrick Beverly. You get all these veterans who want or championship hungry, and they'll who made their money. They'll come and fill out the rest of that roster that way. Um, sprinkle that with JJ Redick, who will get the vet minimum, like I just said, uh, or you can give him a little bit more. Uh, Patrick Beverly come in for a vet man. Um, so yeah, the Lakers have plenty more options that way. You sprinkle it all around. So that's that's just what I would do if I was the Lakers. And Rob Palenka has basically did a whole 180 on this Magic Johnson thing. He he got the trade done. He got now he's getting Kawhi inter- oh Leonard interested again. So everyone making fun, including me, I made fun of the dude. He he was a joke to an embarrassment to the Lakers. But credit Genie Bus for sticking with him, and he's basically showing that he can do this and that he will turn this Lakers franchise around, which I believe that he will. Uh, after pulling that Anthony Davis trade, that that was that was great for great for his ego and great for his confidence. Um, let's let's go back to the Houston Rockets where they're just a mess right now. No one's gonna uh, they want to trade Chris Paul. Good luck with that. No one's gonna take on that contract. I don't even know why they signed him to a three-year, hundred forty million dollar contract with his age and his history, but his history of injuries. But I think uh, Chris Paul is a uh, cancer to anyone in that locker room. He doesn't get along with anybody. He he's a show-off, know-it-all, thinks he's better. But yet the guy's only been to one Western Conference, never been to the finals. One Western, he always chokes in the big moments. Yeah, he had a great series against uh, Golden State last year, but. Honestly, he always gets hurt at the big times. He always he hits big shots, but he doesn't come through in the clutch like uh, any regular old superstar would in those uh, to get you to the finals. So, so right, basically, right now, what I'm telling you is the Rockets are a mess. The Rockets are trying to trade Kevin, uh, not Kevin Durant, Jimmy, trying to get Jimmy Butler in a sign trade with Philadelphia. If you're Philadelphia, why in the world would you do that? Why? I mean, I don't understand why you would help. The Houston Rockets out. There's nothing that they can, that they have to do that. Uh, Clint Capella has shown that he can't play small ball. He can't stay on the court for very long against all these small teams. Um, PJ Tucker, if he's not shooting the corner three, he can't shoot for anywhere. Uh, he's a great defender. My God, is he a great defender? He he can match up against anybody. He's a bulldog. I would love him to have him on my team. But if you're Philadelphia, you're not making that trade. Uh, so I, I think uh, Jimmy Butler's going to stay in Philadelphia or maybe even go to the Miami Heat. Um, but who knows, right? That's, Jimmy Butler's a wild one, too. He's a, he's a cancer to your team, too. So if they happen to do get Jimmy Butler, you're going to have Chris Paul, James Harden, and Jimmy Butler, all who are ball dominant. Dribble, 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 shoot. Dribble, 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 shoot. It's boring basketball. No one's going to like You can't win that way. We've proven you cannot win that way. In Mike D'Antoni's system, but I'm not going to get into all that. Um, so yeah, that's just my take on the free agency market right now and how what I think that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, uh, I got through that pretty fast. So right now, I want to drift over to what I saw today, and it is amazing. I criticize MLB. I'm like, why are you going to London? That no one likes baseball in London, England. They they like cricket. They like soccer. They like polo they like tennis they like all these crazy sports that america's really aren't good at um so but i give them props for saying they're two big rivalry teams the boston and new york i watched that game today my gosh 30 runs i i mean 
I've always grown up a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee fan. I've always have been. My grandma and my grandma, my nanny, installed that in me. Um, it, that that I mean, I, Yankees are just my team. So that being said, I'm kind of biased. But so watching that game, I was watching. I'm like, oh, okay, we got 13 runs. It should be we're up 10 runs. It should be no. And then Boston comes back. That. First off, from 6 0 in the first inning, ties into the bottom of the first six runs, and then the Yankees go up and they're up by 10 or 11 runs, and Boston comes back and make it a four run game. It was just a crazy game, which proves that pitching, that that's what the Yankees need right now, is pitching. Uh, they need more starting pitch, which I think they will make a move by the trading deadline. Uh, Cashman has done a great job with that. Uh, he's always been a great general manager. He'll, he'll get the uh, pitcher that he needs. I mean, he brought in, in, in Carson. Whatever his name is, in Carson known. Um, so that being said, the Lakers of oh, the Lakers, the Yankees roster is basically an all-star unit. That depth of that lineup, oh my goodness, the pitcher can never take a break. Oh, there's an easy out. There's no easy out in that Yankee lineup. You you have every guy who can hit 30 home runs in that lineup. That is just scary. That's just that it's so fun to watch. I'm sorry, it, it, it's so fun and. So, so props to the MLB for doing that. That was a great atmosphere, great game. Loved it. Uh, that being said, don't bring a team to England because that would be horrible. That no one would watch it. The time it would be horrific on travel. The time zone difference is just horrible. That's why I don't want the NFL to do it as well. But, but I'll get into more into baseball after the All Star break. Right now, it's all about NBA free agency, stuff like that. I, uh, I love this. I love the NBA free agency. I'm so worn out from football straight to basketball to NBA free agency that I basically take a two-week break until after the All-Star game. They really Then I get dive straight into baseball season until week one of the NFL season. Then I go straight back again for the October postseason baseball, which nothing beats most, where every pitch matters, every – Every hit matter. It's just you're glued to your seat. October baseball is just the best best postseason ever. I I believe. I think it's better than NBA and NFL. It it truly is. And it's not the best team whoever wins. It's a team that gets hot too. That that's just the great thing about it. Um, so yeah, that that's just what I got into today. I appreciate all y'all. That's it for my show today, guys. I'm trying to keep it short. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, but anyway, I do appreciate y'all listening. I will be back hopefully sometime next week and talk about all these free agencies. Maybe we'll have a new uh, a team for Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Jimmy Butler. Who knows? Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll still talk about it and see where to go. I'll start the rumor mill all over again from all these analysts and NBA insiders. But that's just great. That's why I love the NBA free agency. I've said that 5,000 times. Anyway, thank y'all again. I really appreciate it. And uh, y'all have a great 4th of July if I don't talk to y'all again. Until then, y'all, peace and love.